When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, it is Thursday, which means we're almost, almost to the weekend. And uh, to get your Thursday started, it should be a fun afternoon. Josh here in here for Grant today. And of course, we have Lori and Julia. How are we doing today? Fantastic. We are doing good because we are busy wrangling men to be in studio. You're a new man in the studio. We found out Justin Hartley's in the building today. We called Chris Riemann Schneider from the Star Tribune. We're like, we need you to be on earlier in case our, we find our big butterfly man net that we've misplaced because we're trying. You're not supposed to wrangle people from. You in know, the building. In the building. If they're on other shows. If they're on other shows. But, but we're of just course, putting it out there. Yeah, we're just, we put it out there, and luckily the executive producer stopped by and likes us. No, she's head of everything. Head of it. Well, that's what I mean. She's yeah. the executive producer. Isn't mm-hmm. that what you call the person who's the head of everything yes. on the show? EVB. And you basically begged her. I begged. And so, and then we have Larry, Larry Farr, Farr coming in. Some and gardening tips at 4 We haven't had a full Manapalooza day in a long, long time. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. And I'm too. so grateful that I dressed so well today because I look like crap. Well, well Lori and I, Lori looks maybe uh, like she's going I'm, camping. I'm going camping. I've mm-hmm. got my sturdy uh, sandals on mm-hmm. and kind of a good sweatshirt that would be nice. Um, it's light, but it's a little chilly out today. How about... This is not my kind of weather. This is like Casey and other people who don't like the heat. No. This feels cold. Cold. Right. It does feel cold. It did. I'm like, do I smell fall? I'm not going to let myself say so. No, you but, can't say it. But I mean, it. that's how cold it I was. I know. It's yeah. cold right now. Yeah. So a couple things um, that I have to give a shout out. First of all, our darling, dear friend, Maida, yes. is performing at the Mall of America tonight in the Rotunda, 5 to 6. And they're doing all these fun Entertainment things for people leading up to it's their thirtieth anniversary I, next week. I don't you remember when the Mall of America first opened? Uh, I had a hard hat tour because I interviewed for the director of marketing. That's right. I got recruited to be the director of marketing, and I marched around that place with a hard hat on when it was when it was being built. When it was being built, isn't that something? And then I realized I don't want to leave Carlson. The world of Glamorous world of travel for retail, even if it is the biggest mall in the world. No, it was the biggest mall. But I remember the invite. I remember the grand yes, opening. Yes, the grand opening. And to get invited was a big darn deal. So I love that they're having like really good talent. And Maida is just amazing. She's an amazing singer. So five to six in the rotunda. And if you haven't been to the Mall of America lately, it's still... It's it beautiful. It They're really always is. updating it. Changing, evolving, adding new hotels, adding new restaurants, yeah. adding new activities, fun stuff, mm-hmm. it stores. It really it's a it's a gem right here it in the Twin City and the parking's free and they've got a lot of it. That's right. And now and they tell you 
They have lights to tell you where there's parking. Because remember when it first opened and you drive around and around and around? Yeah, but then you only need that for the weekends. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's that a I weekend went. thing. Yeah, that's a But way. now it's great. Um, and then the other thing is that I've got a new show to watch on HBO Max because Casey and I finished The Last Movie Stars. With Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. So good on isn't HBO Max. That, it was so good. Isn't it clever how we did it to Ethan Hawke? Yes, very I clever. I think that's like a whole new kind of docuseries that could be done. But I had forgotten that she'd done, Joanne Woodward did so much television and that she was the therapist in Sybil. Hold your water. Hold your water, Sybil. Sally mm-hmm. Field playing this, this schizophrenic Sybil. woman. And ironically, you know, Joanne Woodward, the three faces of Eve. Yes. But Sally Field saying, you know, they didn't want to take on take a chance on someone from a situational comedy and Joanne Woodward said she wouldn't do the TV miniseries if I didn't play Sybil and really? that changed my career. Oh yeah. So so everyone d- remembers if you were at a certain, a certain age, age yeah, yeah yeah we all watched Sybil. Yeah yeah there were only That's one of the movies I reference Hold Your Water Sybil. Hold Your Water Sybil. So new that dropped on HBO Max today which I'm very excited about. Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Julia, we've got a new A. It looks really good. A is See, the whole thing is A is this anonymous girl who's wreaking havoc on a new generation of girls that did her dirty, that were liars. And she gets revenge on them. And it's... That's what it's about. Yeah. And it's based on the young adult series of books. And that author is involved with this one, too. And all of the original stars from Pretty Little Liars are so excited. But it looks... Really good, and it's this series of tragic events 20 years ago that almost tore the town about apart, and then all of a sudden these anonymous... You might want to check it out, because you don't new, have to have... Have it's to... new, it's, you know, right. yeah. Uh, you, might, you might like it. I... It's really kind of, I think, up your alley, more right. than you think. I, well, I believe you, I yeah. believe you. So, anyway, yeah. just... That's we, dropping. Today. We could do that. And also the Cap Video Festival is a week from today yes. at CHS Field. The VIP tickets are sold out. Okay. But there are so many tickets available for this event. And, and I think five and under free. Yes. So that's fun. And I think it's going to be, I looked ahead, it's like going to be 92. It's it's going to be beautiful. Night. And we're doing something new. They're having a laser light show instead, boo-boo, of, boo-boo, boo-boo. instead of fireworks, which I think will be so cool. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet... Or have never been. It is a fun, fun event. We hope to see you there. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to talk with Chris Riemann Schneider, music critic from the Star Tribune. This may be the busiest next 10 days in music. I feel like the whole summer has been that way, but there's a lot of music, and we're going to talk with Chris next. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, earlier this week, uh, Chris Riemann Schneider and John Bream put together this. I just was, we couldn't believe it. The big gigs, 10 concerts just to see in the Twin Cities this weekend. And Chris, Raymond Schneider, it's been too long. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, how are you guys? We're good. We are good. So let's, I want to talk to you about the big show that's tonight at the Excel, Machine Gun Kelly with Avril Lavigne and Willow opening. Uh, I take it that you're not that excited about covering this show tonight. Well, I don't, you know, I don't want to let people think I'm going in biased or anything. Okay. But no, he's, he's a, He's had a questionable career, in my view. It just, just kind of—I don't know. I've, I've seen him a couple times before. I do kind of like him better now, as this kind of more pop punky kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I, my understanding is the show is is uh, quite a spectacle, uh, and it's kind of like some kind of concept story to it and everything. You know, I la di da, but. <laughs> 
you know, he, he, he is kind of, he is a rock star now. So if, if it, it, it'll, you know, be, it'll, it'll test his, his rock, new rock star status. That, that's true. Up, so. And I think, you know, I mean, I wanted to go to this concert and I just couldn't really, quite frankly, find anyone to go with. But I guess I like that Machine Gun Kelly and, and other people, I like when you're, you feel like you're getting two or three fur because right. Willow, I think, has some talent. And I love Avril Lavigne's new stuff. Yeah, I've, I've always been a fan of Avril, actually. And, and my daughters, who, Absolutely hate Machine Gun Kelly. They they like Willow, so I almost entice them into coming just to see Willow. But they they dis, dislike Machine Gun Kelly enough. They don't want to go. Wow. <laughs> do you think do you think the show is like is sold, sold out, out or two thirds? Uh, you know, I haven't checked on that. I, I did I did check on the Brandy Carlisle show also at Excel Center this weekend, and that one is is pr- pretty much all sold out. I, I it looked last time I checked, it looked like Machine Gun Kelly. There was. There's still quite a bit available. Okay. There were. And do okay, so moving on to Brandy Carlisle on Saturday, and I feel like that like instantly almost sold out, but we always recommend to people the day of the show finding out when the box office opens and seeing if there's any turn back tickets. How how do you feel about people trying to do that rather than buying a scalp ticket? Uh, th- that works sometimes. Okay. Um, I, I, when I just checked a little bit ago today, it, it was there, they had the quote unquote official platinum seats available, which is basically Ticketmaster scalping themselves. <laughs> um, those, those are like two hundred bucks. Which, okay. Honestly, uh, she's worth it. She is. She's so good. She, she's just one of the the absolute most amazing performers I've seen. She Ab- is a stunning. Yeah. Do you think there will be any special guests like she had at the Newport Jazz Festival? <laughs> oh God! If if Joni Mitchell showed up, I would. I, I have to be at another concert across town. I would. I would cancel. I would skip out as quick as I could if I heard anything about Joni being there. But I I, I think that Joni Mitchell thing, which would look extremely special, yeah. I, I think that was kind of a one one and done thing. But yeah, so beautiful that it happened. Yeah, that no was kidding. so cool. Okay, now Chris, what about the do or die situation that's going on with uh, Friday night with Bonnie Red and Mavis Staples being out at the Ledge Amphitheater in Wade Park, and then the Gary Clark Jr. live at the Hildy Amphitheater in Plymouth. Are they both? Yeah, you know it's it's just so frustrating that we we wait all for for these great outdoor concerts, and really probably two of the best ones of the summer are, are, are on this, the same night. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can't lose in either case. Um, you know, Bonnie and, and Mavis are just legends. I, I think that one's going to be really special because they're you know they're old friends. They they've they just love each other, and so I think there'll, there'll probably be some special collaborations there and everything. And that, that the ledge is a, a pretty cool new venue too, especially if you live out on the west side of town. It's it's up towards St. Cloud, and it's really a great place. The, the Hildy, which, which is kind of this underused amphitheater in, in Plymouth, um, you know, it's, it's it's just kind of a they built it kind of more for classical stuff, and it's this this real nice scenic setting with lots of grass and everything. That, that they're putting on a two night thing there. It's Sue McLean and Associates, uh, local promoters are putting it on. Uh, the set, it's, it's Gary Clark Jr. and Cold War Kids on Friday night. And then on Saturday night, it's, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, um, who's, who's pretty, pretty charming. So it's, yeah. Love it's her. kind of a good, 
yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a really good uh, kind of twofer there for especially if you live out that way. It's it, it, I, I would I would add on to that for sure. Our Jerry Junior, who was just in the Elvis movie. Yes, uh, Lori, did you like the Elvis movie? I oh. loved it, Chris. Did, did you I, like it? I did too. Oh, we loved it. Yeah. No, we're. I, I know you're a big fan, as, as am I, and I, I thought it was really special. But that was Gary Clark Jr. playing uh, Big, Big Boy Crudup, the, the original singer of That's All Right. Oh, oh I didn't know I that. Didn't either. Yeah, I, so so he's he's uh, he's he's just killer. He he. I mean, he's his guitaring is is just amazing. But he's just real soulful singer songwriter too. It's it, that, that's going to be a great show. Too. Chris, did we see Gary Clark Jr. at the Basilica Black Party once? Oh God! I feel like he played that one uh, I year. Think so I think so. Yeah, I know it's hard to. It really is. This has been the summer of music. If you and John Bream had a, you know, a, like that whole year and a half of no music, my, you guys must be out nine nights a week. It's it's yeah, it's been wonderful. It's um, but yeah, no, the, the the concert industry is making up for lost time, and and um, you know, for for fans. Uh, it's you know it's getting kind of pricey you know especially as we learn with those the Springsteen tickets mm-hmm. going on. so that's why something like uh, Auto Mystic this weekend they're putting on that free rib fest which I you know I, I don't really care about the barbecue but on on Friday night they, they got Pat Benatar playing for free I know is that know? so that's totally free to get into you just buy uh, it's the uh, really it's the food and stuff like when it, when it was way down to downtown Minneapolis years ago. I didn't know yeah, it was free yeah. out there still. Oh, wow. So it's Pat Benatar Friday night, and then who's playing Saturday? Oh, uh, I want to say Joe D. Messina. It actually starts on Thursday, and, oh. and um, the Commodores, I, I don't think we know who's in the Commodores anymore, but yeah. whatever the incarnation of the Commodores is right now, I'm sure it's fun. That's that, that's on Thursday. That's so, a, yeah, that's a, that's a great Jefferson free offering. Starfish? You know? Star, Starfish. Julius Conn and Starship. Um, how about, do you think there are tickets for Bonnie Ray Mavis Staples, um, show? Do, is that sold out? Do you think? Yeah, no, there's, there are tickets to that. That's a, that's a pretty big amphitheater. Okay. So, um, I think people could show up to that one and, and get tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, also Roger Waters on, on Saturday night, I, I looked and there's plenty of tickets available for that. That's where I'm going to be on Saturday. Um, he, he puts on a really interesting show these days. He's, he's kind of gotten in hot water over some of the things he said he's, said in the press and whatnot but feel of pink floyd it's it's still a pretty cool show in, in in pink floyd terms i mean he mostly only plays pink floyd stuff these days so. and that's at the target <laughs> center on saturday that's at target center yeah oh okay how about um there's so much to do i know Chris. alan jackson is playing at the excel on um friday night too so that's for country yeah, people um, yeah yeah and he's he's you know just an old old reliable um, actually, next weekend for country music fans, next weekend is the uh, We Fest is going on opposite uh, Kenny Chesney at U.S. Bank Stadium, which was kind of a. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Competitive booking that kind of raised quite a few eyebrows because, you know, I don't know. Chesney's played Wii Fest, and to go up against Wii Fest seemed a little questionable to me, but for fans, take your pick, you know? Yeah, take your pick is right. How about let's just talk about a couple local things that are going on. Let's Palmer Fest and um, what other kind of local music are you excited about that's happening? Oh, well, yeah, the Palmer's Palm Fest is, is uh, that's three days. That's Friday through Sunday. And, and Palmer's down there, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great old dive bar, but they also, they have this, this really nice patio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've they've been doing since yeah uh, even during COVID they started doing outdoor shows there when things were still a little bit dicey and they really got a great thing going on there. Um, there's all Cactus Blossoms are playing that on Sunday. It's kind of a twang lineup on Sunday. Yeah, Romantica, Julia. Oh, when are they? We love yeah. their Sunday. Oh, I love Romantica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're kind of a more punky thing on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, this this really great new punk band in town called Low Rats are on, are on Saturday. They I, I, they're playing all around this summer. They're, I highly recommend seeing them. Uh, they're they're kind of nuts. Um, you know, there's uh, another really good show. They're not local, but uh, the the Hook and Ladder on on Sunday night has a, a real great, just real accessible New Orleans band, the Iguanas, who who come oh, to I love pretty them. regularly, and they're they're a great party band. And that's at the Hook and Ladder. Yep, Sunday night. Sunday night. Oh my gosh! And then, um, so how about are you, do you think uh, people are going to be excited? I don't know if he's been here before, but the kid Leroy playing at the uh, Armory on Tuesday. He he was supposed to play the Jingle Ball. Okay, uh, this so past, this this past year didn't didn't show up. Didn't show up. So, all right, all right, well. uh, so who knows if he's any good? I, I, I yeah, it, it'll. It remains to be seen. Uh, I wish we could have seen him there and gotten, gotten yeah. a little hint of, of what he's about. But uh, yeah, he's playing the Armory. It's, it's, I'm sure that one will be packed. And, yeah, no and, kidding. Uh, oh, he's a newcomer, so who knows? Chris, we miss you, and it's nice to hear your voice again. And holy cow, you're busy. And thank you for all your information today and being flexible. Yeah, my, my pleasure. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a fun time. Uh, I hope folks get out there and enjoy the music. Yeah, follow Chris on Twitter at Chris R. Strib. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. God, I could have kept talking more music with I know. Chris because there's like so much psychedelic furs and X are playing this Where weekend. Where are they going to be at? I mean, uh, they're at the a- palace. And I saw them like maybe four years ago at the zoo and they were, they've really turned into kind of a good, um, you know, oldies act of the 80s, if you sure. will. They sound just like their records and, right. you know, pretty in pink. And When you think about how much music there is every day. Oh, and then Tuesday night, this upcoming is the Surly Brewing Fest, and oh. that's Fleet Foxes are playing at that. Josh, do you have any interest in going to that? Yeah, I've, I mean, I, I 
before uh, joining my talk, I worked at a alternative music radio station yeah, up right. in St. Cloud, and uh, a lot of these bands are ringing a bell for me. Yeah, yeah. they're really good music, especially uh, Psychedelic Fur is really a big fan of them. Oh, they're so fun! They're so. I fun. even think I might have had a cassette of theirs, Lori. Back in the day, of course you did. Of course you did. I they might were have. huge. And then Tab Benoit's playing at First Avenue on Monday night. I have no idea where that is. Uh, he's a uh, Louisiana bluesman. He's played up at the Bayfront it's Blues crazy. Fest. Really, really, if you love, I mean, he's so good. I mean, you could go everywhere. Yeah, you could literally go out at Dashboard Confessional, you know. I know that name. Yeah, they're playing um, at the Fillmore along with Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. And then you've got um, the Iguanas giving us some Latin seasoning over at Hook and Ladder. And I think, like... to, like for free, like I think Katie Vernon on Fridays at 50th in France, they're doing music. Oh, they are doing music. Yeah, so it's just everywhere. The Mirrors Park tonight, every yes. Thursday night, because next Thursday, opposite the Cat Video Festival, but they play till like 10. Yeah. The Flamin' O's. Oh, that's right. Are playing. That's so, right. Yeah, it's just, you know, and then the American Scarecrows, American Scarecrows are back together. And they have a new album, and they're doing a, a release party tomorrow at the New Amster or at the Amsterdam oh, bar. Right. And remember, I discovered yes, them at the Star Tribune Basilica stage, and then they came on. And then one of them the was fair. Our Manuary wasn't one of no, them that wrong no. band. No, okay. no, not the Manuary. They came and they sang. Oh, yeah. the kind of a it's like Minnesota Girls or something we like loved that. It. But yeah. Just, not to be confused with the Shackleton, another band that signed to my imaginary record label. Um, Josh, you're just joining, but Lori has an imaginary record, record label. label. Romantica, was, Romantica was a band I signed. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with I it. Know. I like it. Okay, so the trailer, the full-length trailer dropped today from Netflix for the movie called Blonde, which will be debuting at the Venice Film Festival, starring Anna de Armas who was with uh, Ben Affleck after filming a terrible mm-hmm. movie called Deep Water. Uh, yep. They were together con- through all of the pandemic. But um, Roger Friedman, this is what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first Oscar nominee for Best Actress 2023, Anna DeArmas, as Marilyn Monroe. And this is based... I mean, I, I looked know. at the trailer. I was like, she's pulling it off. We posted this today on the Lori mm-hmm. and Julia show page. And it's going to be, though, when it's all said and done, you're going to be able to see this on Netflix. Isn't that where it's that, airing? That's who, that's who made it. Yeah. That's, it's going to have a theater thing, you know, for right. a hot minute. And it's an NC-17, which is good because not a lot of theaters want to run something NC-17. Right. The supporting cast in it with Anna Diarmas is Bobby Cannavale. He's playing Joe DiMaggio, but he's not called Joe DiMaggio in the movie. Okay. In this. It's based on Joyce Carol Oates' book, Blonde. And I don't know if she referred to these characters or not, but Bobby Cannavale is basically Joe DiMaggio and Adrian Brody is Arthur Miller. Yes. Julianne Nicholson's in it. Mm-hmm. Evan Williams is in it. It's I mean, you watched be... the trailer. I, I love was, it. I was intrigued. I'm so intrigued. I mean, the hardest working woman in show business, Marilyn Monroe, and she's been dead for 60 years. She died at 36. Yeah, but I mean, think of Marilyn, uh, Michelle Williams, you know, my she uh, was excellent in my week with Marilyn. I love that There have been so many movies about Marilyn. Yes. She was, here's just a couple little random facts about her. She was married at 16. Um, she grew up in foster homes. Yeah. And um, when she was 15, her foster home family decided to move her to a new place. 
and could not take her with them. They asked their neighbor, James Dottery, to marry her. I know. Just so scared. that's how. But then but I she, don't know she that was that the first this, choice. I don't know. This isn't the, this isn't about this at all. I'm just giving okay. you some Maryland facts. Okay. But I won't give them to you. Okay. I'll, I'll save them for the state fair when we have when we want to talk about Maryland. Mar- when well, it comes I mean, out, when we'll talk about it later. I guess for me, the thing that I when I just I wanted to talk about the trailer is that I mean. I couldn't, she said that the hardest thing for her to get was the accent, because she's got a Cuban accent, and yes, she can do American accent, but Marilyn had that breathy sort of a thing, but I mean, I'm like looking at her, and I'm like, that looks like damn Marilyn Monroe. She's good. She's pretty. She, see, when she came, first time I feel like we met her. How going to drive Jennifer Lopez crazy? Not at all. she gets nominated for Oscar Ben's ex-girlfriend. Very serious. Remember, he was crazy about her. Here's the deal. When okay. she was in Knives Out, mm-hmm. and she had that spot, I'm like, I we didn't know who I didn't know who she was. That I was thought, the first time we. She's seen mesmerizing yeah. on the screen. She yes. really is an actress. Are yes. you guys fans of Knives Out? I yes, loved it. I it is such a fun film to watch. Yeah, I it love is very good. It. And she is a movie star. She kind of is, and I she's in the she's Gray Man after this. That's and she's in sure. the Gray Man right now. Yeah. And Roger just, Freeman said she should be glad we're going to forget about her in the Gray Man when Blonde comes out because that's how much he didn't like that movie. Boy, oh, the critics don't like it and no, the audience loved it. I got a ton of texts from some girlfriends last night who loved what, it. Who loved it, right? Yeah. We can't listen to the critics all the time. No, we can't. They lie. Um, or they just are too critical. Yeah, you I know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, this is going to skyrocket her to stardom because I was buying it watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I completely would never know that that wasn't Marilyn Monroe because she's pulling it off. And when you think about it, how many more things do we need to see at Marilyn Monroe? Because we've seen everything. I feel like we've talked everything. Well, that's why I like it. Yeah, why yeah. you go through your Marilyn no, the Monroe only, the only... things because I feel like we know so much of that. Her tragic story, the way she was so shabbily but treated by men. 36. And... She was originally supposed to be in Breakfast at Tiffany's Lorry. Yeah. Yeah, I did she, not know that. She hated being a movie star. She hated the spotlight. Yeah, the typecasting. She was super uncomfortable. And then she, at the, you know, 36, she just kept getting offered ingenue roles. Mm-hmm. And that was probably, I guess it's good. It's going to be a terribly depressing movie. Know that. Mm-hmm. There will be nudity and there's going to be all this other stuff. But this book that it's based on is very It's about her depressing. childhood and all of her relationships. Yes. And they were... They didn't end well. Yes, the book bo- the book is a huge she downer. Didn't, she didn't end well. No, the book is a huge downer, and the movie will be too. But we already know how the story ends, so we could just go along for the ride, and we might see a little shoulder and a little bosom. Yeah, and and some dude named Casper Philipson plays JFK. I've never no, seen him before. But how do they do NC seventeen on Netflix? That's the thing. Because well, it's streaming. I know it. No, I know even easier. I know that, but I'm just. Even easier than yeah. the theater, NC-17, you know, but it was always optioned by Netflix, so... I kind of miss the NC-17 stuff, because Showtime used to have a little After Dark. They, remember? Yeah, they still have Do it. they? Oh, yeah, Julia. All right. Yeah, it's a, if anything, nudity is easier on the streaming services. I haven't seen any. Well, you're just not watching the right shows. I, you need to watch the sexy, <laughs> violent shows. <laughs> like uh, you watch. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I haven't the seen last any. Good, oh, Animal Kingdom is full of good sex. It is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, where can people watch that? Is it? It's, it's on uh, TNT. TNT. Yep. Do you okay. watch that? 
I so Grant just sold me on it like last oh, week. I so need good. to I need to get started on it. Yeah. It's so so good. It's it's really good. I now I have a question for you because um Benefer 2.0 has now galloped off to Naples and there were photos of Jennifer Lopez and her twins getting on a, a big huge yacht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I want to know well do we will we will we refer to the the two gens of Ben or Ben's two gens? <laughs> um, Benefer 2.0 or no, Jennifer? No, 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 because yeah, he, know. his wife, Jennifer Garner, and then this wife. So is it the two gens of Ben's or the uh, uh, Ben's two gens? I think the two gens of Ben's. I think so. Anyway, because uh, uh, I'm just like wondering, you know, I guess she sent a big bouquet to Jennifer of Lopez. she did. And uh, then her people or somebody planted a story that she and the burger guy are getting serious. I'm like, for four years they've been getting serious. Bleep her, get off the pot. Well, you know she has saying? other things to do. She's hiking in canyons. <laughs> She's making cookies. Listen, I, I respect that. If you, you know, because they're still parenting. They're co-parenting big time. Their kids were young when they got divorced. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it together. And she saved his butt. Yeah. The original Jen. Yeah. Jen original, number one. Jen number one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, the, that guy, that Cali Burger CEO, they've been getting close for four years. And, um, somebody did a very funny thing about Ben Affleck, who in the four years that she's dated the burger guy, Ben Affleck has gone from beaming with Anna to Armas to being head over heels and in it for the long term with Anna to being at different points in their lives with Anna and to talking about having trapped in his marriage to Jennifer Wan, to being just friends with Jennifer Lopez, to the first clear shots with J-Lo on a balcony, to being madly in love, to looking at massive homes, and in it for the long haul, and the shocking nuptials. All that happened to Ben Affleck in the four years she's been dating the Callie Burke guy. She better catch up. <laughs> what a better, ride. What a and ride. And you forgot about, well, Lindsay shook us was before. That was before. I mean, he's had, he's had a lot of relationships. She's but just, just quiet Anna, about But it. in four years, it's yep. just been, uh, you know, it yep. was Anna Darmus. And then remember when uh, Casey Affleck took the the um, poster of Anna Darmus and put it out in the trash? The, the that cutout. Is, the cutout. Yes, that was hysterical. This one's done. I want everyone to see it. Anyway, take a look at the trailer. Mm-hmm. We'll see if Roger is right that she's going to be in the running. That well, her look at her. You can feel it from the trailer. She's, yeah. she's, she's good. All right, listen, we uh, come back. On this day in 1983, somebody released their self-titled debut album. We'll give you two guesses. Lady Gaga, I wonder how your world tour is going. I've seen a lot of tweets about it. It looks like she's having a blast. Yeah, it does look like she's having she's a blast. She's not having to be in a wheelchair. Remember the wheelchair tour? Oh, yeah. We saw With the one. golden cane and the golden mm-hmm. wheelchair Mm-mm. when she hurt her hip. Yeah. I think she's having a great time. I think so. And the clothes are to die for. Always. And I'm glad she fired the choreographer. And I'm right. those dancers all came back. I bet they did. Of course they did. So on this day in 1983, Madonna released her self-titled debut album just called Madonna. Black and white photo. Yeah. I had it. We played it nonstop. Holiday. Holiday borderline. Border borderline. It was non-stop. such a great album. Oh, nonstop. So, yeah, we really had rich stuff in the early 80s. 83, Madonna, 84, you know, with Prince and Purple Rain. And, I mean, just so many good things. And, um, Madonna, there's a great story um, about uh, her. She is writing 
Now she's back to writing the script for her biopic. Yeah. What happened to the one she and Diablo Cody did? That ended bad, I've decided, because uh, you, you did know Did she throw did. away all the pages? No, I'm sure she kept them. Madonna is such a control freak, Lori. This is her latest thing. She's also going to be directing it, so that's why I think no one's going to act in it that we want. And she said um, she's directing her own biopics, so misogynistic men can't. It's my story. I've well, had an extraordinary life. I must, I must make an extraordinary film. Okay. Singer says of directing Julia. Oh, it says Singer says of directing Julia Gardner starring movie. No, no, you're reading that wrong. All right. No one, no one, there's been no confirmation. I'm going to go look at this. Julia Gardner has, there's been no confirmation that she's playing Madonna. That's, she told uh, the, Madonna told the Associated Press that writing this script is like hacking off her limbs. I love how you're. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dramatic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hacking. She's struggling just to get it written. It's I'm just in the writing process and just deciding which stories to tell and how much... Details to go on and which characters to develop. They've greenlit this movie, but there's no script yet. Rolling Stone says, all right. I don't know, but I mean, the picture's been greenlit, but according to Madonna, she's still writing the script. So I don't see how an actor accepts it. You know, maybe there's been the auditioning and Julia's the front runner. in Vulture that Julia Gardner is, is cast and is in it. But Julia Garner hasn't told us. This is the thing I'm telling you uh, that I'm telling you hasn't happened yet. Julia right. Garner has not told us this from her. Her reps haven't confirmed it. All right. Um, All right. I, I believe she's Madonna's number one pick, and I believe her agent said, "We'll we're number one in line, but we need to see a finished script." Absolutely. And maybe a new director. I just think... I'm worried about her directing it. We have been worried because I don't like think her track record is great, and it could be great. Sometimes people who are too close to the subject, like she's talking about hacking off her limbs, can't get a perspective that would be interesting to the audience. Maybe what she thinks is so mind-blowing and everything about her life isn't... It might be too deep and too existential for us well, to even get in it. This movie is her early years. It ends with the Blonde Ambition Tour. So it starts like in 1978 when she moves to New York City. Right. And it ends, you know, and 1992 eight, or whatever. 88. I mean, Blonde Ambition was like the late 80s. It was the late 80s. I think it was past that, maybe 92. Okay. I think it's a 20-year span of okay. time is all it is. and it But it ends at Blonde Ambition. It starts with her moving, so it's earlier. So she has lots of good, juicy stuff. Well, of course. I just, uh, I, you know, the focus of the movie will be music. How it got made, how yeah. she did it, how everyone told her no. and you know, 1990s, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, you can't argue with my Madonna memory, Julia. It's 1990. <laughs> but here, she also explains that she's not going to sell her catalog, because we just heard... Oh, yeah. Who just sold their catalog? Well, to- Justin Timberlake, because he needs the money. She refuses to sell her catalog, and she just says, in her interview, she says, because they are my songs, ownership is everything, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just looking for interesting, fun ways to release my catalog and introduce my... Music to a new generation. Yeah. See, she's, she's like, I think Justin Timberlake sees the writing on the wall. He is going to be performing in Vegas with NSYNC before he knows it. Listen, I think and it's Ma- a good deal. I Ma- want it. Madonna has so much money that she's not in the position of needing it, and she feels she's too young to sell it. Like, she can take care of it. I kind of get that. She says, yeah, she says, I want to go on tour again. I'm a creature of the stage. That stage, that's mm-hmm. my happy place. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. All Good right. luck to her. We posted the trailer. There's going to be a David Bowie documentary done by a guy named Brett Morgan. It actually looks good. And I don't know that we've ever had a biopic or a documentary about David Bowie. I'm not aware of ever watching one, but he has an interesting story. He has a great story. I think that'll be good. When is that coming out? I don't know. Like yeah. in the fall. It's just, a, it's just a little trailer. Um, let's see. Britney Spears doesn't uh, have to remember her dad, you know, who wants to plead the fifth about her. Turned around and sued her and said, you have to do a deposition before right. I have to do a deposition. The judge said, no, Britney does not need to be deposed. Yeah. So that's good. Um, her attorney said uh, she's traumatized enough and she doesn't need to go through this. And her dad needs to answer questions about all the things that they found out that he was doing the spying where is the money where is the money right where is the money lou taylor is probably going to get uh um uh subpoenaed but rosengart um pointed out britney has little to no information to share she was stripped of her personal medical and financial rights during her 14-year conservatorship she wants to move on, and yet this man, her father, flesh and blood, does not want that. The notion of her father or any father wanting to take a harassing deposition of their daughter is morally corrupt. It really is. She got a good lawyer, man. Oh, didn't she with this Mark guy? I mean, she really... Well, because she yeah? finally got to get one, but yeah. So, um, yeah, his lawyer said Brittany should be deposed because she made damning allegations about her dad and her insta post. I'm so glad the judge was like, flick, flick, get no out of here. Kidding. If you're wondering why Justin Hartley isn't on the air right now, That's because right. He, he he was busy. He was on Twin Cities Live earlier today, but he is in he town. He doesn't realize how much tequila we could have pushed for him. Listen, here's <laughs> the deal. He's going to be Justin Hartley, who was Kevin Pearson on This Is Us. And he's got a new pilot that CBS just picked up, The Never Game. And he is EVP on it, but he's also working with Ken Olin, who also worked on This Is Us mm-hmm. and 30-something, yeah. who's married to Melissa Gilbert. No. Nope, wrong Ken Olin. I'm thinking wrong, of the other one. Wrong 30-something yep, character. I am. But he's got Revel. It's a new tequila, and he's going to be a pop-up bartender around the Twin Cities area tonight. Oh, really? Yes, so if you like to drink tequila you might have a fancy bartender somewhere and it could be justin hartley and i hope you say hi from laurie and julia that's right (laughs) jeez (laughs) kevin we could have sold some tequila for you nika mcfarland we wanted to say hi to you too because it's a local spirits brand that he's teaming up with so he's in town tonight everyone give him a shout out